Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Joe Fitzgerald. Joining us, we have Stephen and Tracy of Pex Fitness coming to you from Nottingham in the UK. Guys, how are you today? What's going on? We're all, all really good at the minute. Thank you. Really good at the minute. Hopefully, we're still really good here in 20 minutes, but... Yeah, hopefully. I'm uh, I'm excited to have you guys on here. As mentioned before, we got into the interview. Tracy, Stephen, and I got a chance to to have a backroom conversation, if you will. Uh, and the the exploration of UK based businesses and comparing it to how we do things in the states has become a really really interesting and useful conversation both directions. Before we get into that business side of things and, and the nitty gritty of our conversation, guys, why don't you give us a little bit of context into what Pex Fitness is? How do you describe this business to people who aren't familiar with it? Okay, so Pex Fitness um, is, is kind of abbreviated uh, P-E-C-S, yeah, which means um, uh, ex- Prevention Exercise Cure System. Okay, so that's just another meaning to Pex. Prevention exercise. So it just means um, through through exercise, you'll cure your ailments, or it's preventing ailments. Do you know I mean? Um, so that's what that's what it's all about, really. Um, there's one thing that um, uh, I, I, have, I do need to mention that um, I'm diabetic, and I've been um, um, diabetic uh, with type two diabetes for the past 33 years, and I have found that. Um, with exercise is absolutely absolutely essential that you need to exercise and be very active and have a, a you know a healthy lifestyle i.e whether you're eating you know, with what you eat or, or the way you exercise or the way you keep you know you live your life it's yeah. absolutely essential to, to look after yourself in that way um, and also <clears throat> I always try to or we always try to uh, encourage the diabetics or pre-diabetics to come to the gym um, uh, and, and exercise because it's, I'm, I'm not just saying our gym, but any gym exercise in any way, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's really, really an absolute must um, in the, in the, you know, the diabetic kind of yeah. world. And um, now more than ever. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. And, so. and we found as well that with helping others, it, it's a, it's a very small, we've got a good community of people that come to our gym there's, there's a lot of like variation of the people that come yeah, so exactly, yeah. we've got a good range of ages we've um we've got 78 year olds and we've got the 15 16 year olds that come with parents as well Absolutely. um just so that it helps everybody and again again there's we also we're also involved with um the nhs you know the nhs over here don't you Yep. NHS, yeah. So, yep. so we we deal with um, some people with uh, with um, what is it? It's pulmonary rehab, COPD. COPD, yep. yeah, that's yep. right. And so they've they've all got kind of um, lung diseases or something like that. I mean, ailments like that. Um, and uh, what we do is we we hire the facilities. We have like a, a studio and obviously. Um, uh, 
cardio facilities and different type things that they need, different kind of machines that they need. Sure. Um, we hire that out and they come down and, and they'll use it all. You know, again, it's it's all it's all positive for um, beneficial towards you know what what these people do. Got um, it. And, and so, from do. an origin perspective, this is fascinating because not necessarily just exclusive to the provider side you guys are just as much clients and users of this kind of service as anything yeah. else and so i'm yeah. sure that that plays into how you deliver it and the the quality of service that we wanted yeah, yeah. to put out yeah, we, we find that people um identify with us on one one point or another it's like I'm sure we're not the conviction is is there yeah yeah we're, we're both we're not spring chickens, let's put it like this. So, yeah. so between us, we've got the experience, we've got the lifetime experience. We, we yeah. know about the living and going through things. So it, it does, it's so beneficial for Would so you guys many say that members. the demographic that you target is, is similar to yourselves in that sense as well? Uh, I would say majority, would you? Yeah, yeah, uh, of, yeah more the, We've uh, got a really good mix. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, but I would say a lot of the uh, the main uh, regular members are kind of I would say I don't know thirties forties well forties okay. plus yeah. yeah but either way so for you guys I mean we've been doing this for for a handful of years now I want to get to in a moment here the 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 marketing or how we're getting the word out about the business but first and foremost from a, a high level perspective. What's been your favorite part about running your own business and, and what's been the hardest part about running your own business? Okay, um, if that's, um, uh, to me, that, that's uh, actually um, achieving it. Because for, for say, I would say for the past 35, 40 years, it's been just an idea in my head. And, and just uh, what I've done is I've just worked towards it. I had the idea, but I just didn't let it go until I got it. You know, um, there was times when I thought, oh, do I let it go? Do I give it up? And, but then I thought, no, I, I never did. And then over the years, I mean, it really took some some doing because um, kind of just by the, all the, the kind of, I had, to, I, had to, I had to kind of do different part-time jobs and work and that type of thing to save the money, um, kind of combined with, inheritance money and just savings and I, I just made it happen and we didn't borrow anything did we we didn't no. borrow a penny from the bank um and like i said earlier uh all the work that was done majority of it was done by myself and tracy i would say 90 percent you know that the building work inside and the laboring type you know manual stuff if we if we if we needed like professionals then we'd bring them in only when we needed them Yep. But majority of the time we did mostly work as, as we kind of and learned as we went along. This is this is quite a, a skill set for you guys. And I'm sure, like you said, you learned as you went on and and we know far more now in terms of hard labor as well as running a business today yeah. than we did yeah. five years ago, I would venture to guess. I mean, and so go ahead. Go ahead, Tracy, please. For us, really, I think the hard part are the hours. We mm. put in a lot of hours. We don't actually employ 
the only people we employ are, are a couple of um, gym instructors that do a few classes. Yeah. Um, but other than that, the the main gym is run by us. Yeah. Um, we and do P PTs as well in that time, and we also do the majority of the classes that are in the in the on the time on the timetable. So I'd say about. 80% of the classes are ours yeah. on the timetable. Yeah. So it, it, it is quite demanding at times, yeah. but then it's also really beneficial because we're there, we're hands-on. Yeah. Um, I would say that that's one us. of the more common similarities that I hear between UK-based gyms and US-based gyms is that gym owners are not afraid of putting in the hours. No, it's, you can't, it's you can't be in 60, industry. 60, 70, 80 hours a week is, is somewhat the norm. Yeah. And so I would imagine, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but I would imagine that that's not our forever plan. But at least for now, we're, we're able well, to continue and, and put in this time to make sure that the business is functioning. Well, what, what it is, we all the time trying to develop and improve and, and gain yeah. more space. Now, yeah. uh, for that to happen, we've, we've got to, I mean, we, we, at the moment, we, we, we rent the the uh, facilities, this you know, the building. Yeah. Um, uh, I have ideas. I, I don't know if Chase has got the same ideas, but to <laughs> to kind of buy myself, you know, and then but but all the time we're, we're looking to to um, take on more space. Yep. And the more space we can take on, um, the more members we can get in. The more members we can get in, then we can afford to get maybe a third person to uh -huh. also come in and you know help help 100%. us out. Yep. Um, this is, what, this what is a business say? at the end of the day and money in yeah. versus money out is really important yeah, yeah. in all of these yeah. decisions. I yeah, mentioned we're... earlier that I wanted to, to dig into the marketing and you talked about figuring out ways to get more members in. And so at least thus far until yeah. now, what's worked for you guys just to get people through your doors? A lot of it in our community is word of mouth. It's experiences, Google. and we've also gone on Google. And we're very, very, we're very well. Um, what's the word? Very light, I suppose. Well liked, I suppose. On got, Google. On got some good reviews on Google. Okay. So that's out. Um, we do Well, we don't, we don't, we don't really advertise. I am, I. Yeah. We are planning to uh, to do a, a big advertising campaign, but we're waiting until the spaces come that I want for the facilities to get bigger. No point in advertising, getting lots of people in, but there's no way for them to get changed or work out. Do you know what I mean? And that's that's the reason don't really advertise at the moment. What do you but, think your membership ceiling is now, at least in the space that you do have? No, we're not, we're, we haven't got any idea. Not really. We, yeah. we, we just kind of... Um, you just run with it, don't you? Yeah, when you say, sorry, say that again. Did you, when you say, what this, do you think like the limit is for how many people you guys could sign up? Oh, right. Okay. So, so I was, I was thinking you said how many we've got. Um, I would, I would, I would say definitely once I've got the space, or we've got the space, um, got to be one between one and two thousand because okay. it is, a, it is a big facility. There is yeah, room for growth. For sure. Very much so. Lots of room for growth. Where do you think growth. that advertising campaign is going to go? Is this online, social media, Google? Oh, is this hard mail and flyers? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All, yeah. all of that and the above. Um, all of the, the old-fashioned time, you know, flyers, posters, banners, um, and social media, which I know is a very powerful tool, tool but 
I'm, I'm not. We're a bit dancing. I, I am. I am. Chase has got some idea, but I've got no idea. But I, it's, yeah, it's I, not. I, I it's to... not surprising. I, I hear that a lot, and I think. Yeah. I mean, it's it's funny it's, because it's the young ones that we need. Yeah, it's funny because so many people open up gyms because they love training and they love helping people and they love fitness, not because they love sitting on Facebook. It's just, it's not that common. Is it a skill? Can we learn it? Of course, but it's going to take a little bit of time and and dedicated effort to it. For you guys, take me to the the next step here. We're getting leads mostly from word of mouth and, and finding us on Google so far. But when somebody reaches out to you guys, walk me through what that typical sales process is like for them to actually become a member. So for us, what we tend to do is open door policy. Anybody who phones up, gets in touch, we always say, come down, have a look at the gym, get the feel of the gym, because I think that's really important to a lot of people to come when they would come and have a look around, no obligation, um, and then that from there, we tend to retain a lot of the people that do come and have a look around because yeah. it's it's that atmosphere that, yeah. that we want to generate. Yeah. So. And also we've got like, um, we've got, um, we don't have a um, contract kind of membership. It's just a standing order. So that uh-huh. means they can they can come and start, start and stop whenever they want. They're still in control. They're still in control. We've got different options. So we've got page you go, which is five pounds. We've got a weekly option. At the moment, it's 10, but we, 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 yeah. we're reviewing that. Uh, and then we've got a monthly option, which is um, it's £25 if you pay cash. But then if it's uh, if you take if you take on the standing order, like I say, which is not a contract, then it drops to £20. But you still, you still you know, get all your facilities, you know, the gym, your, your classes and everything else that goes with it, seven days a week. Yeah. Do you find that that's a lot for you guys to manage doing it with the the pay as you go option or, and it sounds like a lot of this is running through the two of you guys, right? If somebody's interested, they have to go to one of you, correct? Yeah. Yeah. And I think what, it's just about organization. It's just about knowing what's happening between the the two of us, um, keeping that communication open, um, just having systems in place which allow us to monitor everything that we do. Um, and it, it just seems to work. And because we've done it from scratch, where day one, nobody really knew we were opening as such, did they? We were, we were, we was, it, it's built. Yeah. So we've gone along with it and we've grown with the business. Yeah. We, we've had to manage what we've done. So, and then we've, we, it's that learning curve. We've had yeah. a very steep learning curve. Very steep. The industry is is a challenge, especially for for new business owners. But it sounds like we must be doing something, right, guys? We're still here. We're still yeah. here after COVID, and we're still here. We're yeah. still, we're, we and we're doing, still growing. We must be doing something, right? And so, our conversation so far, at least, has just been: where do we get people, and how do we turn those people into clients? For you guys. What influences keeping clients the most? What what do you do to make sure that our members are staying with us? I think for us, we're genuine. Yeah, and we look, and look love after, what we do. Yes, yeah, and look and we look after the clients. Oh, yeah. um, there, there is there is certain gyms around that um, they're just thinking money, 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 and thinking of the the um, you know 
the bank bank details and getting getting as many in as I can. But we're thinking we want people in, and when when they come in, we want to help them, not just not just uh you know get their membership fees. We want to help them. If they if they genuinely don't know anything about the gym, they're totally novice. Then then we just uh, and this is what helps with us both being there because mm. we both can. They know that it will either be myself or Steve. Yeah. And we're there and we know what we're doing and they can always rely on us to to be there. Um, and it's experience as well. Lots of experience we've got. We've got yep. lots of experience and um, know how. You know, and so there's a, there is, you get many people who are brand new to it um, and we, we're there to help them in every step. Um, the amount of times that you go to a gym and they'll say, um, uh, I was there on, I was doing it and I wasn't sure what I was doing on the pull down or whatever, and, you know, they, they, they wasn't sure. But um, they, and then there's gym, young gym instructors are there just standing about not doing anything, not going to help them. But if I see that, the first thing I'll do is make sure I go over and say, no, you're not doing that right. Do it this way and so on. I mean, same with Tracy. If we, if we, if we see something that's not right, we'll make sure that they're doing it right. And it's yeah. just something small like that is what matters, I think, in the gym. Uh, yeah, it's, it's so and you mentioned it. the first word that you said was genuine and, and authentic. Yeah. Mm. There are there are no shortage of examples here in the States and in the UK of mm. big commercialized, like you said, everybody is just a credit card number and we don't really see who yeah. they actually are. You guys mm. went the opposite direction and, and lean into this. Yeah. Make sure this with me for a minute, guys. Explore. We've been doing this for a, a handful of years now explore kind of the future in your mind where do we want to see this business in the long run what's our goal here um just to make to like I say just keep developing make bigger um open it up and just get a really good core of members now at the moment we're like i said we're there's no contract but we do plan to do a fourth option as a contract later on next in well in in the new year um Whereas, you know, these people will get, uh, um, well, I, and I don't think any other gym does this at the moment. I don't, re don't really know whether I want to put it out there yet, but um, there, there, will, there, will be a, there will be a fourth option of a contract, but it, it comes along with something very, very nice. Interesting. To be determined, we'll have to check in with you again in the future. Yeah, yeah. But it sounds like yeah, yeah. to me, guys, at least the goal is growth both in space and in membership. Yeah. The goal yeah. is helping people and changing lives. And, yeah. and I'm sure at the end of the day, creating a healthy and, and successful business as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the thing with, um, oh, I forgot the thread now. You can edit this, can't you? I, I, yeah. I totally forgot I'm thinking. <laughs> Not a problem. And so, I mean, it's a it's a pretty good place for us to begin to wrap our conversation up anyway guys but i want to to save a handful of minutes here at least to have you tell people where they can learn a little bit more about the business is there a website or is there social media where can people go to learn more about pex uh, so we've got um yeah we have got um a website um that needs a little bit of work um and we've got a facebook page 
uh, Instagram. But they all need work. This is what I'm saying. What we what we talked about earlier. Dinosaurs. This t- <laughs> social media, all it's got is a little bit of something to start with. Uh, I mean, I know there's lots and lots we can talk about on there. So our um, website is pexfitness.com um, and Pex Fitness on Instagram and Facebook, where, where we've got lots of p- different pictures. We just mm. that's what we just keep some of the members updated with things that are happening, changes of times and yep. classes. So yeah, but it's very okay. basic. That's perfect. Guys, this has been a bunch of fun. I I always appreciate business owners who are willing to kind of pull the curtain back and give people an inside look into what they're doing and and where we're still trying to improve. So I can't thank you enough. I'm excited to see what the future holds because it sounds like you guys are still trying to actively grow this business. So for Mm -hmm. now, I thank you for your time and I wish you nothing but the best. Thank you. Thanks a lot. (laughs) Absolutely. And to everyone who tuned in today, thank you as well. Don't forget if you would like to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you're interested in joining us to talk about your business model, click the link in the description, fill it out. Our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I'll be your host. My name is Hannah, and joining us on the show is Sturban Smith, owner of All Phases Core Fitness in Little Rock, Arkansas. Hey, Sturban, how are you doing today? Hey, Hannah, all is well. No complaints. How are you? Good. I'm excited to have you on today. Um, But before we dive into the nitty gritty of what you have going on and how you run All Phases Core Fitness, tell us a little bit about what made you want to start the gym in the first place. Well, I've always been into fitness. Um, I recently, well, about eight years ago, um, I got my certification to do the things the right way. I train people the wrong way, you know, not necessarily the wrong way, but not the right way as far as having the right certifications for it. Uh, I did that about eight years ago and then I went into someone else's fitness studio and I trained under them for about three, three and a half years. And I've always had the the drive and the want to own my own studio, fitness studio one day. And I um, four years ago, I just jumped out on my own it was like it's no time no better time now than to do it and it's been going great ever since ups downs but more ups than downs but you know that's part of uh the fitness journey you know especially when we're dealing with people yeah yes I totally resonate with that like there's never going to be a perfect time so if you want to do something you know you just got to jump in and and give it your best shot so that's awesome that that's your story as well um, but I would love for you to give your elevator pitch of all phases, core fitness. How do you describe you and your services to someone who's never been into the gym before? 
Well, we offer a small group training. That's that's where the base of um, our training is, small group training, but we call it on a personal level because it's, I mean, we have about six, seven, eight people at the most in a session. Uh, some sessions are um, you know, one or two people, so that's why we call it more on a personal level. Uh, we do do personal training, one-on-one training, and we also offer like a um, hit training on certain Saturdays of the month. Um, we do a little bit of a, like a hip hop step. So we're trying to, you know, get it all, you know, all different type of uh, fitness, you know, whatever your fitness style is. So that's pretty much it on that part. That's awesome. Yeah, a little bit of something for everybody there. Um, so yeah. that leads me to my next question is how many members are you serving right now? Um, right now we serve about between 65, 75 members constant. You know, we do have a drop in uh, that people drop in uh, every now and then, you know, but for our solid, solid base, you know, we have about 65, 70 people that we see uh, on a weekly basis, um, three or four days a week. So um, is 70 members somewhere where you're, you kind of wanted to get to, or are you looking to really hit the gas, get more faces in the gym and build that member base? Well, we always want to build, you know, it's, uh, uh, it's always in each one of our sessions. We have every, a session like every hour and hour. So if we could get an average of eight to 10 people in each one of our sessions, an average then, uh, daily, then that'll be, uh, really be a little bit more ideal on just our growth. But, um, we always want to grow. We're always looking to get more members and to, you know, retain the members longer, you know. So that's, that's uh, we're always looking for room. We always have room for that. For yes, growth. Definitely. definitely good to be growth-minded. So what are you doing right now to aid in that growth process? What do you do to get more people in the door? Uh, most of our clients have come from word of mouth for the most part. Um, we do do a little social media ad advertising um, just to just to try to get a different audience or you know more people but most of it is uh word of mouth we don't um like i said social media is our main um thing besides uh word of mouth and a lot of that we just do post and you know we'll tag people and um exercises it like once a week or something like that you know so it's it's mostly social media for our um the way we reach out for growth on our end for sure yeah social media is definitely like the best tool right now to reach that broad audience have you tried any sort of like paid advertising or are you just doing like organic avenues right now no we've we've done a little bit of paid advertising through uh facebook you know and that type of stuff uh uh it doesn't you know it i seem to reach more people but i don't i don't know if we've reached a point to where we can really you know we try to do the um the what you call it where you reach the different audiences we've tried that you know but sometimes we just don't know how to match it so it may not right. you know we're reaching people but we're not reaching the ones we need you know so right. that yeah. you know it, it i think we may get a client or two every now and then which is good you know from that but uh like i said for the most part it's just us posting and and just trying to stay in front of people you know and let more and more people just talk about how we um what we do at APC Fitness. Yeah, definitely. So going back to the social media then, so you said you've tried, would you say it was like a boosting a post or were you running 
uh, Facebook ad campaigns? We do a boost. We do a boost. Uh, a post every now and then, but it's actually an ad. You know, sometimes we'll run an ad, uh, and it's not as often. We'll boost a little more than the running ads, but most of the time, it's it's just boosting posts. Boosting yeah. posts. Have you seen a return from boosting posts at all? Um, like I say, it's it's. I see where it reaches a lot more people. I don't. I don't really see uh, where it it has given us a return on um. On what we put in, but you know we're reaching people, so that's a good thing. You know, uh, we're a small studio here in Little Rock, and. Uh, a lot of people don't know about us, so if we're just getting the word out, you know, just more and more people learning about APC, then it'll, um, you know, even if they don't know us, they'll be like, I just saw APC Fitness, so you ought to try that out, you know, that type of thing. So we, uh, yeah, it, I think it benefits us in a way, but, you know, as far as, like, bringing us any type of business, you know, people in, it, it uh, not really. And we've done that. We've been doing this for, uh, we boost posts. We've been boosting posts for a couple of years now. Yeah. Maybe we should boost a few more posts. But we, <laughs> we, okay, we what I, yeah, what I found through talking to business owners here is that there's two options on Facebook, either to like boost a post or to like run an ad campaign. And boosting right. seems to like get your name out there, get your brand out there, raise brand awareness, but it doesn't bring in sales. It doesn't bring in leads ads aren't so much brand awareness they're more like get someone to come into the door so there's like the two different like sides of it something to maybe say with in the future too if if you're interested in paid advertising definitely like something to look into right right we should probably Um, pay we should probably pay for some advertising more uh we do that you know like it's about to get busy you know in the beginning of the year you know everybody wants to be in gym right here so new year's yeah, uh, we we'll probably do some advertising and we should probably do a little bit more maybe uh, throughout the year. But, you know, most definitely we try to catch that new group and the hungry people that's trying to get the New Year's resolutions. in. so that's yes. that's that's what we're looking at right now. Yeah, it's that time of year for sure. Everyone's going to start looking out for for what gym they're going to join in the new year. So definitely a good right. time to look into that marketing. Um, tell me about word of mouth. How has that been for you? I've heard from some owners, you know, it can be a little bit unpredictable, can kind of be like a slower trickle because you're not really in control of it. Tell me how your experience has been with word of mouth. Word of mouth has been great for us. Um, it has been, I mean, that's where we've gotten most of our clients from, you know, just uh, other clients posting, um, telling their friends about us. That's, that's what's been, that's been our, um, holding ground you know uh, a lot of our clients post repost on instagram facebook so that helps too because they're reaching their um their friends so uh word of mouth has been our that that's our number one um that's what's been helping us as far as getting more clients in for the most part awesome yeah i love that 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 way you know you know your clients are kind of being a walking testimony for you. And then right. you know that um, the client coming in already values your services. So yeah, word of mouth can be great for that. Um, okay, let's talk about once you have a client in, how do you keep your members long-term? Well, our main thing is just uh, trying to keep them encouraged and uh, you know, just trying to keep them motivated as much as we can um you know you have some that's gonna 
be willing to stick with you. And uh, we we got some that um, once they come in and they see they they lose a few pounds and you know that keeps them motivated. Um, it's just with us, it's just encouragement. Uh, you know, if they're getting stronger, just trying to uh, retain them in that way as far as them seeing some type of results, you know, coming every day. You know, we have some that don't. You know how it is. You've been in fitness. You, you, know, you get some of them that they can be there every day, but if they're not doing right, not eating right, then nothing's going to happen. You know, they just there. So, but um, if they're seeing results and and their life's changing and their blood pressure is down and their all their numbers are lower, you know that that keeps them encouraged, and that's that's what we look for. So. Yes, I love that. It's all about making a difference in, in the lives of the people that we train. And it's not always, you know, the scale. Sometimes it's they can run for longer. Like you said, their blood pressure is down. So that's awesome that you're you're encouraging your clients to make all, all types of progress. So I love that. Right. Um, okay, so off air, you told me a little bit about um, looking for a new location. Tell me, this is kind of a fun question. If you were to snap your fingers tomorrow and you had, you know, the perfect gym, the gym of your dreams, what would it look like? Oh, members, staff services the facility yes. itself, like whole big picture it, it will be so nice <laughs> <laughs> but uh it would be nice and we would have to have staff like you said we, uh, it's only two of us in our gym uh and we're handling everybody we are the janitors we're the clean we the cleaning crew we the uh books we the marketers we're all of that so uh if my gym my dream gym is to really be able to just sit back and enjoy everyone else, you know, and still train, but not having to do it as much as I do. Uh, I, we want um, eventually to be able to have I mean, all type of equipment. We, we're most, most functional with what we do. We don't have a lot of machines, you know, but we do have a few, but it would be more set to actual gym where people can come and, work out on their own, but also into our services. At our gym right now, we don't, you can't just come in and do your own thing. You, we already have it set up and designed for you when you get there. But with our, the future gym, where we pray that it, you can still be able to, it's big enough to be able to come in and do your own thing, but we still have our services over here to the side, you know, so um, maybe even have like a, um, sports type of training uh on the side you know big turf area that type of thing so yeah um it's so much with the if i was to be able to snap their finger and say hey this is what i want <laughs> That's like, that right. be... i always like to see what people's like big picture like if, if money oh, yeah. was on an object like what would it look like tomorrow That's always like oh, yeah. to see people's visions for their that would be that would be nice yes, yes. for sure the dream, okay. my dream gym. Yeah. So, would you envision something that still has group and personal training, but you want to add more of like an open gym aspect to it as well? Yes. Yes. Okay. I love I love group training. Um, yeah. Only because I'm not the only one motivating and encouraging. You know, if you were in there with, with somebody else working out, you know, I don't have to keep you pumped up. I'd rather do the group training because one on one is more of me having to keep you constantly pumped. You know, and like hey. Mm -hmm. But if you got someone else in here, that's you know, it's almost like a competition. So, you know, yeah. you're going to push me and I'm going to push you. 
instead of somebody sitting back watching you like, hey, okay, do it that, do that, you know, you're actually working out and uh, pushing, you know, I'm not going to let, you know, they do it all the time. I'm, you know, you can lift it, I can lift it. No, we're going to do it. <laughs> but yes, it's still yeah, I'll push each thing. other. Yeah. Yes, yes. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a group. If if I have to choose, group training will always be um, what I really enjoy doing. You know, uh, you know, it's just it's it's more to me. It's more on fun. You know, mm-hmm. uh, like I say, that one on one is more. It's intimate, you know, and it yeah. pays more. You know, but I I still love the groups, the small groups. I love the groups too. I feel like whenever I'm one on one, I turn into a therapist and a personal trainer. I don't know if you've right. that, but <laughs> yeah, you definitely turn into the person that people unload on once a week. So you you are right. You're it's fun right. and you get to know someone, but yeah, it's it's tough work for sure. Right. Um, okay, so you mentioned just now that you. It's you and one other person, you know, you're doing the cleaning, you're doing the books, you're doing the marketing, you're still training. How do you have kind of a work-life balance or do you, how do you balance the, the two being a business owner? Um, My schedule, if you're talking about just outside of the gym, my schedule is Monday, Tuesday, Thursdays. So Wednesdays is like, a, I have that Monday, Tuesday. And Wednesdays are like my refresh time, you know, just to, you know, between trying to plan and you know, get the workouts together and, you know, take care of all the clients, you know, my mental by Wednesday, you know, Monday, Tuesday, I'm good. By Wednesday, I'm like, ooh, my day starts at 3.45 a.m. I'm in my gym by 4.30. So it's like, man, we don't, and we're there all day until like 7.30 by the time we get done cleaning up. So by Wednesday, I'm like, okay, I need to just chill. <laughs> so Wednesday, so Monday, Tuesday, you know, Monday, Tuesday, I go hard. Wednesday, we, it's a, you know, it's more of a rest and kind of refresh and to, you know, fill out, get paperwork and stuff together. Thursday, we're back in it. And then Friday, um, it's another day, you know, of, of mental, you know, uh, focus. We also have another business too. So that kind of throws it in there a little bit more. And Saturdays, we are back in there. Um, Saturday mornings, so, uh, and I say I have two trainers, but I do have a third guy that kind of comes in and fills in when I can't be there, so it it helps out, you know, but he's not constant, he just, you know, if I need something comes up, like on Saturdays, if I'm out of town, then he can uh, fill in for us, so I try to balance family, you know, we have a break in the middle, um, in the middle of the day that we, you know, take a few hours away from the gym, you know, during the slow time, but um, uh, family is always first to me. You know, if something happens, you know, I'm, I'm going home. If, if we need to be there, if we need to be out. Uh, I have three boys. They're pretty much grown. But if it came down to it, um, we're there. I do have a wife and, you know, she needs her time. So we um, have to make sure that I don't neglect her too much. But she works out too. So, you know, she understands. So it, that helps too when you can have her you know there to be able to still not really you know because we're in the group but still have be able to see her during the day um even though we're working out but uh I try I, I family is always first to me God first but family is is for sure first uh Absolutely. to me so yes yeah. I love that I always ask because you know a lot of 
a lot of gym owners or business owners in general kind of neglect their mental health and don't realize that, you know, the more time you take for yourself, the more energy you're going to be able to put into the business. So I love that you recognize, you know, you went really hard for two days. You need to take that break. You need to see your family, you know, God first, family first. That's so yeah, so right. I and I love vacation though. So my body lets me know when it needs some time. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> I'm a I'm a type of a beach type person. I like I don't have to go anywhere. I can just sit back and listen to the water and I'm 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 good, you know. Love that. Yes. You need a reset. Yeah. yeah. Um okay, so you also mentioned you have another business. Is it fitness related or is that totally separate? It's totally separate. I own a um a moving company which is, you know, you, you have to be physically fit for that. But yeah, no, it's, I do that with my son. So that's another way that we spend time even working with, <laughs> but we're together, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's a yeah. workout in itself. I just moved. It and is. It's not, not fun going upstairs with boxes. <laughs> no, it's no fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so what would you tell a listener who is aspiring to open a gym or is opening a gym tomorrow, what's a piece of advice that you wish you would have heard before you got into the industry? Um, I say just dig down and go do it. Keep following that dream because, I mean, you're going to have your ups and downs. You're going to, uh, it's going to be days that you're going to want to give up, but you know, you have to keep pushing. Eventually it's going to get better. Um, I just say uh, fitness is like a, a revolving door, people in, people out, you know, people may come back, they may come, may not. I found that out a long time ago that um, you can't get discouraged, you know, you're going to lose a client. I lose clients that have been with me for for years, you know, and then all of a sudden it's like, I got to go, you know, and that's those are the ones that, that um, hurt. And I've also realized that it may not be you, you know, it's just their life changes, you know, and, and, and those type of things. So, I just say pretty much just stay encouraged, you know, uh, keep digging and just keep grinding at it and it, it'll all work out uh, in the end. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That's such a good place to, to leave the listeners there. But before we sign out, please tell everyone what your social media is. What's your website? Where can we find you? Um, my social media is stirfit, fit. Um, my, my, uh, my bad. My Instagram is stirred.fit or APC. I have two, di- two different Instagram or APC fit underscore APC fit dash LR.com. I'm going to get it together. <laughs> you're good. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> and my regular Facebook social media is um, Sturb and Smith. Um, it's just me on that, on my regular social media. And um, I have a, um, a small group, all phases, core fitness, and 501 Soul Runners. So I have a run group also. I didn't know. I know. I didn't know what We're called 501 Soul Runners, and that's uh, that's a free service that we offer to our to the community. And it's just really just to get people moving, um, you know, on all levels. You know, walkers, runners. We do uh, a lot of us. A lot of times we show up for races. Uh, but most of the time, we just train through the city, uh, um, and a lot of times we have it to where people never envision themselves running or you know walking or doing a race. So you know that's that's one of our ways of uh, giving back. And it also 
is a way to get everybody into APC Fitness. <laughs> <laughs> so we have our free run walk crew you know uh, we do half marathons 5k's 10k's marathons we do all that but um it's just another way like i said another way of people learning about apc fitness but still being able to have enjoy fitness with you know while walking and running so yeah, making, making fitness accessible for everyone. You said it's 501 Soul Runners. Is that right? Yes, 501 S O L E Runners. Yes, okay. that's the name here in Little Rock. Awesome. Little Rock, Arkansas. You have no excuse not to be running. Go check out 501 Soul Runners. <laughs> no excuse. Run walking. Now, see, we're 501 Soul And some of our walkers be like, you need to say 501 Soul Runners and walkers. And be like, but all of us runners, you know, I don't carry your pace. You know what I'm saying? Soul movers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's it. That's good. I've never heard if I want soul movers. That may be, I mean, yeah, everybody moving some type of way. Yeah. That's but that's our 501. It's our, it's our uh, area code. Gotcha. Makes sense. Well, I love that so much. And I appreciate you so much taking time today to meet with me um, and share your story here. Um, but we look forward to seeing what you accomplished on the road. And to everyone who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you're interested in joining us to talk about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Jim Lords podcast. I will be your host today. My name is Brooke. Joining me on this show is Jimmy from CrossFit Overwatch in Concord, California. Welcome to the show, Jimmy. How are you today? Hi, Brooke. Thanks for having me. Excited to be on Jim Lords with you today. I'm super excited to have you here. Um, I've been looking forward to this all week. Before we kind of dive into the nitty gritty business stuff at CrossFit Overwatch, Give me a little backstory. Jimmy, what was it that led to you going and opening up a CrossFit gym? Like, I think we all kind of have a little bit of a unique story when it comes to how we got started, you know, in the, in the world of being a gym owner. Okay. Uh, so for me, it was after I got out of college, I was a, a football player and a baseball player in college. I had a quick stint with the Packers and the Chargers in the NFL. I got injured, got home, got into depression about not playing anymore. And a good buddy of mine, Jeremy Jones, who is one of the founders of Diablo CrossFit in California, one of the largest affiliates in the country. Um, back then, he was in a little shed and he said, listen, Jimmy, I need you to come train with us. I think you'd love it. 
and I want you to give us some of the stuff from D1 football and from the pros that you learned. I think you could add this into this thing called CrossFit. And I said, well, what is this thing called CrossFit? And he started sending me videos from the park. Um, and I looked at it and I was like, that looks really fun. I'll call you when I'm ready to puke. And he said, just, just come. So it took me about two weeks to kind of mentally prepare for this thing. Cause it was new. This we're talking 2000, this is 2005, 2006. Uh, I showed up at the gym. Uh, he had a, <laughs> a little box and it was about 2000 square feet on one side. It was a painting operation for painting cars. And the other side was an exhaust. So we had this smell of paint and exhaust and working out and loud music. And, uh, and I instantly was addicted. Um, I'm a coach at heart. So uh, I was asked to take on the 6 a.m. class and I did. And I just started adding several things, speed and agility training to the plyometrics, to the CrossFit methodology and, um, uh, and just fell in love with the, the whole lifestyle. I started, uh, I got back in shape. I looked great. I felt great. Um, I was then training UFC fighters, um, one that just passed away. My dear friend, Anthony Rumble Johnson passed away this last weekend, uh, kind of devastating news in the MMA world. Uh, great fighter and, and incredible opportunity. And, and really for him to believe in me and believe in the CrossFit training methodology really took him to the next level. Um, so I wanted to give him a shout out, shout out and, and, uh, I started training UFC fighters and then I was asked by the UFC gym, Dana White and, and the, uh, the, the people starting uh, the first ever UFC gym to create the program for UFC gym. Uh, I created a program called Daily Ultimate Training. Um, they call it DUT and it was a little different than CrossFit to where this was more towards someone who wanted to train like a fighter but not get punched in the face. Okay. So I launched UFC gym number one in Concord, California, and ran that for about four or five years, helped them open about 10 more locations uh, and was training, you know, big time UFC guys. And I realized, you know what, I'm not getting paid for this. And I actually, it's a Globo gym that I just launched. <laughs> and although it started off really fun, it gave me opportunity. I, I just decided, you know what, it's time to open my own gym. Um, so I looked around the area and, and see what I could find. I couldn't find any buildings. I didn't have big funds. Uh, I had a credit card with like 30 grand on it that I could use. And I said, uh, I'm just going to go for it. If I build it, they will come. And sure. an opportunity uh, presented itself to, to open up a CrossFit gym inside a jet hangar on air, the airport in Concord. So I got a 6,000 square foot hangar. Uh, I mean, the hundred foot doors would pop open and there's the runway. And, um, and we started CrossFit Overwatch and, uh, we dedicated CrossFit Overwatch to the greatest generation. It's a, a themed gym. So you have everything have pertaining to world war two and our greatest generation around the gym, the, the wall ball markers on the wall are actually D day stripes from the Normandy invasion. Um, we've got big planes and jets on the wall and, uh, and we decided to be, you know, America. Uh, type of type of gym so um, yeah that was 2012 that I finally opened that up and and here we are today still running strong 10 years in that's amazing I love the theming of the gym like I'm a sucker for a good theme I don't care what it is but if your gym has a has a good theme I love it um our facility is like we're called afterburn so like we're fire themed. yeah nice like 
like our staff, we call them igniters and we've got like, you know, the heart rate monitor so you can see how much you're, you're burning and then track your afterburn. And I love it. I just think it's so cool. It makes it more fun. It (laughs) It attaches, it attaches people to the gym in a way that, you know, they really feel a part of it. And, and, you know, that's what we're about is building the culture and building the community. Um, and people just let, they love that. They love the shirts. The shirts are so popular. I sell the shirts all over the world. Because when you think about the name CrossFit Overwatch, think about what is Overwatch? Well, Overwatch is the sniper's position in the military. So if you have a sniper, like let's say Chris Kyle, Chris Kyle was in the Overwatch looking over all his all guys that are d- deployed on, on a mission. And we figured, you know, as Overwatch, we're overlooking the whole floor, gym floor to make sure that all of our members are in the right position uh, while they're training. So the Overwatch name really kind of took off and, and the logo is awesome and people love it. So uh, that was really fun. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's so neat. Now, you know, we have that general idea here that you're running a CrossFit affiliate, but we all do things a little bit differently. Um, so give us your best elevator pitch of CrossFit Overwatch, who you are, what services that you provide, I guess, really paint a picture for us and the listeners so that we understand your business model, since we're going to be talking about it here for a little bit. Okay. What, what separates CrossFit Overwatch from the other gyms, especially the other gyms in our area, is that if you want to train, you call and you want to train, the light switch has gone on in you where you're ready to make a change on your own. And rather, most gyms will send you into an eight-week program, a newbies program, or a CrossFit 101, and you have to train on Saturdays at 8 o'clock or Sundays at noon or only at Wednesdays at 5 p.m. I decided I'd, I'd toss that out. Uh, you have the opportunity to get personal small group personal or excuse me, uh, one-on-one personal training right off the bat if you want to catch up. And we call it a, a newbie quick start. Uh, we'll set you up with a coach for five or 10 classes on your own at your own time, or you're allowed to jump right into a class. If you call me on Wednesday and you want to start training now, you can jump right into the Wednesday class at 4 p.m. Because our program is split into two different um, styles of training in the same class. You have your option of doing the strength training or the endurance training. So we put our newbies into the endurance training. It's going to be lighter weights, less complex movements, and it's going to go for longer. Those workouts are like 30 minutes. We want to introduce them to a lot of movements uh, with very, very lightweight, no complexity, um, and get them moving. And then when they feel comfortable and they're watching and seeing what's going on on the strength part, they can join in. Then you can flip-flop. Or... Let's say you're an avid CrossFitter and you've been going heavy and hard for three days in a row and you really just, I can't kick you out of the gym. You won't do three days on one day off. You, you're, you've got to come to the gym for the people for just to get that out. Then you would do the endurance program and just cycle through and just kind of sweat it out. And, uh, and this is how we trained in, in football. Uh, this is how the pros train. They don't take days off. There's heavy days and there's light days and there's just pure cardio days. Um, yeah. And I thought that was really important. Now, the one thing I do man- mandatory was that um, we have a recovery area in our gym. So we have actually have a, a whole area in the gym that it has every recovery tool you can think of from um, the massage guns to uh, I even have these special big roller machines. They're called the roller originals. And it's a gigantic looks like a corn on a cob. And it spins and you can go sit on it, lean against it, put your feet on it, put your legs on it, calves on it, sit in a chair and roll back and put your back on it. So it becomes an area where people hang out and actually do recovery and mobility. 
Um, and then above that, we also have uh, a, a cardio party area, which has the most incredible sets of equipment you can you've ever seen. We've got two rowers, two assault bikes, two um, uh, versa climber type machines um, by uh, Summit Power Tower. Uh, and you can go up there, you can put music on, there's TVs up there and you can just zone out and get on a, a cardio machine if you want to do that. Um, and we also have boxing and Muay Thai. We have a whole uh, area for boxing Muay Thai and your unlimited membership gets you one night a week to learn something new. That is CrossFit. Um, the CrossFit methodology is learn something new, learn a new sport. Well, boxing Muay Thai is great. And people love it and they want to learn how to defend themselves. So they get one night a week with their unlimited membership. And if you want more, uh, then you you would pay Coach Tony uh, as a separate business for more. So that's kind of what makes us different. We've got a little bit of everything. And we have kept this because I've been doing CrossFit so, for so long. And I, I learned, you know, Dave Castro is a friend of mine. I've learned from the founders of, of this CrossFit methodology. I've incorporated like so many different things that people don't do let's it's an, it's a it's a full program where it's not just stuck doing strength training all the time um yeah. we like to get outside we have a great outdoor area and uh yeah and besides that we also uh you know what's kind of really dear near and dear to my heart is uh we started a program six years ago um called rock steady boxing and rock steady boxing is a specialized program for people that have parkinson's disease so we work with every neurologist in the Bay Area from Stanford Medical to UC Berkeley, to UC Davis to, um, uh, Cal, uh, to uh, um, San Francisco State. Uh, and the neurologists send the people with Parkinson's to us and we have got them doing rock steady boxing, which really it's CrossFit for, for people with Parkinson's disease. It's really just the whole methodology works for everybody. And we've, this program is so good. It's been recognized by the Michael J. Fox Foundation and it, it, we have slowed the disease down. I mean, you're talking about people who need to train to stay alive. And that's an yeah. incredible experience. Yeah, well, I mean, first of all, you have so much going on and that's really exciting because the more that we can provide in our facility, the more people that we can provide to. So yes. like the different services that you have, you know, that we can market to a lar larger audience. So that's always very, very exciting. Um, I hate when I see like somebody so niche that only like one specific audience of people can take advantage of the service. Um, so, you know, right now within the facility, how many clients do you guys have? I would say, uh, well, since we have three programs, CrossFit, Rock City Boxing, and Muay Thai, um, I would say we're over 200 people. Sweet. And that's, um, and that's a rapid decline from yeah. post uh, post COVID era. I mean, yeah. COVID was devastating to, to gym owners. So uh, we're ramping up, building back up. Um, another thing we have in our gym and we truly, uh, there's no gym like ours. Uh, we have another group um, called Ursus, U-R-S-U-S. -S, and these are the United States champions of medieval combat full armor combat and so i'm talking these guys have titanium armor swords and shields and they fight in full armor and so they they use the gym on sundays uh to practice for their tournaments and a lot of those guys have now incorporated crossfit as well because they're carrying this heavy armor and sword and shield and stuff it's pretty amazing yeah 
another thing, another thing that you have going on there. Um, so well, that's you know, part of it. As, as a business owner, you've got this huge lease and you've got this huge space. So the thing you need to realize is what can I do with that space when I don't have classes? Do you have class on Sunday? Do you, have, do you have classes all day on Sunday? Well, if you only have one class on Sunday or two classes in the morning, what's, what's the rest of the day like? Can you rent it out to a church? Can you rent it out to some other group that's going to use it? So I have found a way to make money at all angles of my building. Yeah, that's and that's that's so important. Um, you know, COVID was devastating, especially like for you guys out there in California. So many shutdowns, uh, one right after another. The government was, you know, really uh, pushing for gyms to stay stay shut down, and um, we're still dealing with that aftermath from that. But yeah. you mentioned something there that you guys are, you know, trying to ramp back up. Walk me through what that process looks like. How do you guys, you know, how are you guys growing? What are some of the things you're doing to get those people back in the, the gym? Okay. Let me, let me step you back a little bit and talk about how we got through COVID. So in 2016, um, when I got into the new building off the airport into another building, um, I decided that. I didn't really want to open as a fitness facility. I just had a funny feeling about being a fitness facility. So I filed my business license uh, with the city um, and the state of California as a fitness equipment and apparel testing center. We test equipment, we test apparel, uh, and we had every, uh, every manufacturer that had product in my store, I got them to agree that I was a, a testing center for them. And, uh, and when COVID hit, I didn't have to shut down. Now I did because we were all scared. Everybody was scared. You know, we were told this thing grows on boxes. It grows on metal. It's gonna, you have to put your Amazon packages outside. And California and the Bay Area, we were terrified. And so for about a month, I thought I was gonna lose my business. I shut it down. Uh, I gave everybody equipment. You could lease equipment from me and just take it. Um, take it to your house and we had workouts outdoors and we kept the community going. Uh, but then after about a month, I realized, you know what, I think, I think we're safe. No one can prove to me that we're not, a, that my 25 foot high ceilings and two roll up doors is not as safe as I being outside. So I drew test squares, 10 foot by 10 foot test squares in the gym, 14 spots. Or I think we had 17 spots and said, I'm, I'm going to be open and, uh, and, and I'm just going to see how this thing plays out. So you could come in, get in your square, do your workout, wipe your equipment down, put your equipment down and leave. And uh, after about a month of doing that, still no one was getting sick. And we decided to just go full fledged open. And by all means, we had the right to because the way this pandemic was, was some people were deemed uh, to close and some people were deemed essential. And, and being a, a fitness equipment and apparel testing center, we were deemed essential. So we stayed open. And uh, but we did lose a lot of members because, um, you know, and I don't know if you want to get political or not, but this thing got real political and, and uh, certain people were really, really, really scared and stayed home. And certain people were like, you know, I I'm going to just keep doing what I'm doing. Um, so we did lose some members and we're in the greater Bay Area. So it's a, you know, very politically hot atmosphere. Uh, and I just said, hey, if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you don't, don't. Yeah. Moving, yeah. Moving, moving forward, um, we're still word of mouth. And so, uh, you know, right now I'm ramping up to put a, a program together. I'm looking at the several different businesses there are out there that help you get members in. 
I haven't made a decision on one, but I am going to try it. I've always been word of mouth. I've always done my own thing, but now I'm going to seek some help and see if gym pillars and some of these other, you know, uh, uh, businesses can actually help bring people in. Yeah. I think like word of mouth obviously has worked really great for most gyms for a while, but like the thing that's hard about word of mouth is you can't predict it. So right. we're going to have months where we're bringing in referrals, like they're hotcakes. It feels pretty good. And then we go a couple of months where we have like that super dry spell. Um, and it's, there's just a lot of seasonality when it comes to referrals and, and, and word of mouth. We can't predict it. So, um, you know, the, the digital advertising, marketing and stuff like that is stuff that in 2022 post pandemic, it's really, really working, um, really well. Uh, you mentioned, you know, looking into working with somebody, what is leading you to that decision? Like, do you feel like it's just because you can't do it on your own? Or do you feel like maybe somebody has some knowledge that you don't have? Like, cause I think that's a really valuable thing to talk about. A lot of gym owners are so, uh, like they think that they can do everything on their own and have a hard time making that decision. So for you, what, what's leading you to making that decision? Well, I, I, I did that. I was the, you know, I'd get to the gym at 4 a.m. Uh, 4 or 4.30 a.m. I would teach the 5 a.m., the 6 a.m., the 7 a.m., and then I would do my own workout, and then I would come back and do stuff in the afternoon and then teach the 4, or 5, 6, 7 p.m. I had my own room in the gym where I'd go take a nap just because I was there all day, and I did that for 10 years. Um, now I'm in a unique opportunity where, uh, you know, putting the deal together between United Healthcare and CrossFit Inc. Uh, and, and becoming a a consultant gave me the opportunity to to move and to hire a general manager. Uh, my general manager, Anna, is she's awesome. She's a beast. She's a boss lady, and everybody recognizes it. And it's 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 really incredible to have a, a strong, powerful woman in charge of the gym now. So uh, I live in Texas. Anna runs CrossFit Overwatch. It's her show. Uh, and and if you don't like it, get out and or get out of the way. And, uh, and she's ready to take on a more responsibility of, of looking into these programs. So that's kind of what fired it. Um, if I was there and if I was the owner, I would have to be doing all that myself. And guys, you're going to burn yourself out. you got to look for some help. You know, if, if you think you can just run a gym and be there and coach all the classes, um, it will eat you alive. You'll get burnt out. Uh, I'm not saying I got burnt out. I love, you know, we all love it. The gym is fun. But really, uh, it comes down to making money. and You've got to find every avenue you can to make money. And if you're not, um, you're going to get stuck in this complicity of just liking what you're doing, um, but nothing's going in the bank. And yeah. so I live in Texas. Anna runs the show. She wants to grow. Let's do it. That's what Yeah, that's huge. Um, and I think it's like so smart um, to, to have that realization that like, hey, we can't do it all. There's probably somebody out there that knows something that we don't know. Um, I mean, everybody knows something that we don't know. Right. So if we can like utilize that to become better and be able to serve more people, because um, most of us are in this industry because we love helping people. So why not right. help people and make some money, money doing it? It feels pretty yeah. good. Um, okay. So next question that I have for you, and I like to talk about this uh, on the podcast, because I think that like everybody's challenges are different, but the same. So mm -hmm. For you, what's kind of a bottleneck that you guys are experiencing when it comes to the business side of the gym? And what are you going to do to kind of dig your way out of that? I guess the it's always attrition rate is like the biggest thing. Um, 
are we providing a service that caters to everybody that comes in? And, and sometimes you lose members and it always used to break my heart when I lost a member. I thought someone, when they signed up, they were going to be mine forever. And unfortunately life goes on and, and they have changes. So you might have a great member and he's been, but then all of a sudden they change their jobs and your facility is the first thing that goes because they can't make it there anymore. Uh, I think you need to control the attrition rate. I think if, if someone leaves your business, it's important to kind of find out why they left. Were you not providing the service that they, that they wanted or was it just a life change? Um, for us, I think that uh, overcoming we need more members in post post pandemic era. Let's call that what we're, where we're at now. Um, especially in the Bay area the rents went up and I went from one building to another building because the owner didn't want to renew my lease. And, uh, because of the fact that I was a fitness facility, uh, he didn't want to renew the lease, even though I never missed a payment and I was never late through COVID, um, forced me to move. And at that time, prices around the Bay Area went skyrocketing. So I went into the same size building, 7,000 square feet to where I was paying about 7,000 a month. And now I'm paying like $12,000 a month. And I didn't have an extra hundred members to cover that. So for us, it's, we need to get more members in and we need to let people know that, Hey, it is a safe environment. Like come in, get your workout on. Um, you know, so for us, it's, 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 we need more members. And one of the things that helps is this Optum program through United Healthcare. We're seeing people oh, yeah. coming through there. Um, and, and that was the, one of the deals that I brokered between United Healthcare and CrossFit Inc. Um, people are coming in for that. I think um, they opened up with 11 million people that could do this. And if, and if we as affiliate owners show that, hey, we can take these members from, from healthcare and uh, and help cure fatty liver disease and have, help cure hypertension and and these other things that we are specialists at they will then open up the doors to 70 million people that have access to this program and if that happens then crossfit owners we're never going to have a problem with getting new members in we're gonna have a problem with finding bigger buildings and getting more coaches i really think that the the, the problem in the future for crossfit affiliate owners is going to be coaches we need more coaches uh, and then you have to be able to pay your coaches so you don't lose your coaches or work out something with your coaches to where uh, they want to stay or and it's, you know they can run their own business within your gym. And that's what I do with my coaches. If you're a coach, um, you volunteer two classes a week and you have a free membership, of course, and you have 100% of your personal training. So if you want to become a pro, you want to make some money, then it's on you. Like, and I'll help you. I'm giving you the facility. Here's the facility. Here's all the equipment. I've got the insurance policy. You want to make some money, then start bringing some people in. Amazing. You're, you're creating a really good opportunity for them. And I think that's like why we already are experiencing some difficulty when it comes to hiring like solid coaches in the industry right now, no matter if we're a CrossFit affiliate or, you know, we have a kickboxing gym, whatever, finding good coaches is hard right now. And I think we have to sometimes kind of look and put it back on ourselves because if we're not creating a solid opportunity that somebody wants to come in and take advantage of, then like we're, we're going to continue having the problem. Um, our coaches shouldn't have to work three other jobs on right. top being a coach in our gym um just just to have the free membership or, or whatever it is you know well, break, break down the numbers and what is a level one certified coach worth for teaching a class you're worth about 20 25 bucks an hour mm -hmm. do you have 10 classes that you can coach that day no because you've got other coaches 
that coach ends up doing one or two or three classes, right? And so you've got all these coaches that are fighting for how many classes you've got in a day. You can't make a living off that. So where can you make a living? What's a CrossFit level one coach worth doing personal training one-on-one? 50, 60 bucks an hour, right? Really? Right. So, and, and so you grow your business by getting trainers in there that love the classes and want to build the community and let them bring in people for personal training. Um, I don't need their personal training money. I want members you know, and I want them to be happy and make a living. And this is the way we do it. So if they want it, they have to grind and, and, and get their personal training, their small groups going. Hey, you want to train a group? You're a coach at my facility. You want to train a group at 10 o'clock at night? Have at it. There's nobody there. Go for it. Make some money. And that's what I do with my group. And some of them do and some of them don't, you know, and it's up to them what their, what their goals are. So most of my coaches uh, have other jobs. They're EMTs, paramedics, firefighters. Um, cops, sheriffs um, that just love the gym and want 100% access to it at any time. Um, and some of them are still trying, the 20-somethings are still kind of trying to figure out what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that that's a really good one that we touched on there. And kind of to flip that, you know, if I ideally could hand you, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in Florida, I love Disney. So let's have like a magical question here for a second. <laughs> if, I, <laughs> if I were to hand you a magic wand, all your dreams, all your goals for the business came true. There's no limitations. What would that picture look like for you? <laughs> all right. Uh, it's not the answer that you want. So I'm going to give you my answer and then I'll give you the answer you want. Uh, magic wand. I, I grow the business to 300 members and I sell it because why do we build a business? We build a business to sell it. You don't build a business to marry it. And what most uh, gym owners do is they marry this business and you're with it forever. Uh, ultimately you build a business and you sell it. That's my goal, right? Um, Ultimately, I build a business and sell it to one of my members or to my general manager or to one of my coaches and become uh, on uh, executive staff for, uh, you know, board member for them to help them continue it on because I don't want to see my baby that I built uh, fail. So that's the ultimate goal. Um, I, I, I'm all for it. I am all for it. I think like it's important like what we want for ourselves and it's okay to be a little bit selfish. Like you said, that's the, not the answer that you want. Honestly, that is the answer that I want to hear. Oh, right? okay, good. Because, like, I think that, I think like you said, you know, you don't have to be married to the business forever. Um, and so if you want to grow it, scale it, get it to a good position so that you can sell it off. Heck yeah. I'm all for it. And then you have time afterwards to do other adventures in your life. Exactly. Um, that that's that's huge. What do you feel like you have to do to kind of get to that point where you have you know some more members in the facility? The gym's making a little more money. You can sell it. The gym's successful. I mean, it's it's profitable. Right. Uh, it's not as profitable as it was pre-pandemic. Mm -hmm. uh, and like I said, I've got to make up that extra money that I now pay for rent. Um, so with the Optum program, with reaching out to these other companies that can help market advertising, uh, hey, making flyers, getting around to businesses, trying to find local businesses that want to do health and wellness, um, you know, with their with their employees, uh, health and wellness packages. You know, that's what we need to do. We just need to grind. It's it's just that um, you got to hire someone to do it, or you got to do it yourself. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. 
Um, and I'm, I'm super excited to like, kind of watch, uh, the, the business continue to grow. And like, I'm going to be that cheerleader on the side over here, like cheering for you to be able to like sell it off. Um, that's so, so exciting. Now, last but not least here, what piece of advice would you give to a new business owner, perhaps somebody who just opened up their own CrossFit gym? What would you hand off to them? Yeah, I, I think that uh, the biggest piece of advice I could give is is find ways to make money at, at every angle of that building. First and foremost, can you rent out a space upstairs like I do for boxing and Muay Thai? Can you uh, rent out part of the gym for personal trainers to come in and, and do their thing and get a piece of that pie? Can you rent out the outside? Can you uh, rent the, your parking spaces to the church next door or whatever. I mean, find a way, uh, to maximize your building because that's the biggest expense, uh, that you come across. Um, secondly would be to, you know, uh, try to angle and, and work with your trainers like I have so that you have very little overhead in terms of labor costs. Uh, you do that by, given them the opportunity to grow their own business and personal training. So I, I don't have any overhead costs in labor. My personal trainers, my, my coaches do their two classes and you have free run of the gym to do whatever they want and, and run their own business. Um, so that's my advice is maximize the space, maximize, try to make your overhead as low as possible. Um, <clears throat> I like and just you have a good time, love what you do and try to reach out to everybody because you're making a difference in the community is really is what you're doing. For sure. I like the first part, you know, like you said, maximize your, your space. Ultimately, like the more streams of, of revenue that we have coming into the business are going to cover that overhead so that we can profit some money, pay our coaches really well, pay ourselves. Um, so I appreciate you sharing that. What is the website, the Facebook, the Instagram, where can we go if we want to follow on, along on your journey? We are CrossFit Overwatch. So CrossFitOverwatch.com is the website. Um, at CrossFit Overwatch or at CrossFit underscore Overwatch is the Instagram. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's fun. I think you'll like the pictures in there. Uh, the, the, the theme is so cool. I just, I, it makes me miss it when I see my, my pictures of my gym. And I, and I secretly watch, you know, on the cameras because I have cameras in the gym. I secretly watch and I'll get my coaches calling me during the day and saying, hey, he said, I only did 10 pull-ups and I did 12. Can you rewind and, and send it to us so I can go back and, and the eye in the sky never lies and I'll pull a little clip and send it to him <laughs> and, and then watch them count them out. And it was 12, I told you. you know, it's, it's pretty hilarious, these guys. Um, so we built really something special. And, and really, you guys, if, if you're open an affiliate, a CrossFit affiliate, it's, it's, it's a super special group of people. Reach out to fellow owners. Like, you know, I, maybe there's maybe the guy closest to me, I'm not going to reach out to, but the other ones in the area get to know the other owners. You know, I have great relationships with all the owners around me. And that just comes from years experience. I've been doing this so long. I mean, I, I mean, I've turned gray doing CrossFit. So um, reach out, ask for help, you know, ask them what they're doing. You know, really, you're, they're not your competitor, because if you're five, 10 miles away from them, you're not the competitor because the person's either going to go to your gym or they're going to go to them. They're going to go to where it's closer and more convenient for them. So you shouldn't be afraid to reach out and talk to your other people and your other uh, affiliate owners to see what's going on. 
Yeah, definitely. Uh, that's very, very important. I think I was just talking to somebody about that the other day. Um, your competitors are not your enemy at the end of the day. You know, you have to have good relationships with these people because God forbid something else happens in the world. Somebody has to shut down. If you have a good relationship with the person next to you and they're closing, they're yeah. going to sell their business to you. So just keep those relationships um, open. And uh, thank you so much for being here today, yeah. Jamie. It was a lot of fun, you know, learning. Yeah, absolutely, Brooke. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it was fun learning about uh, CrossFit Overwatch, what you guys do. And, you know, I think we brought a lot of value to our listener today. So I appreciate it. Um, and listeners, if you tuned in today, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure if you want to stay notified about future episodes, hit like, hit subscribe. And if you would like to join us here at the Gym Lords podcast, there is a link in the description. Fill it out. We'll get in touch with you soon. As always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets, at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.